Aloha, it's Kiana, and here are today's top Hawaii headlines from the editors at the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Also, huge mahalo to Long's Drugs Hawaii for sponsoring the show. Head on over to your neighborhood Long's Drugs for all your shopping needs. Workers at a Starbucks in Mililani have rejected an offer to be the coffee company's first Hawaii store to unionize. After tallying votes cast by employees on Monday, the final tally stood at 8-7 to seven against unionization. The effort to unionize at the Mililani Town Center location began in January when the store was expected to close for about a week but ended up being shut for three. Baristas and staff members were temporarily reassigned to nearby stores and their hours were drastically cut. No employees at other Starbucks locations in Hawaii have filed to unionize, according to the National Labor Relations Board. Starbucks said it respects the rights of its employees to organize, but believes the company is better together as partners without a union. A Honolulu police officer suffered multiple facial fractures when an assailant allegedly punched him in Makiki early Monday morning. At about 4 o'clock, police responded to a report of a man who was allegedly on drugs in an apartment building on Keomoku Street. After talking with police, the man punched one officer in the face, causing multiple fractures. A second officer was also injured after he fell against a table. The man, who is described as being in his early 40s, was arrested on suspicion of first-degree assault against a law enforcement officer and resisting arrest. He was still in police custody as of this morning. Attorneys representing the city of Honolulu rejected a settlement offer in a civil lawsuit involving a police chase that left one boy paralyzed from the waist down. 14-year-old Dayton Govea was injured in September after police allegedly caused the car he was riding into crash. Govea's medical expenses have already reached $2 million and his attorney says $7 million more will be needed for care throughout his life. The amount of the settlement offer was not disclosed. Govea was one out of six people injured in an incident involving three patrol officers who allegedly pursued a white Honda after breaking up a party at Ma'ili Beach Park. During the chase, the officers allegedly bumped the car, causing it to crash, then drove away. They returned to the scene after emergency personnel arrived and allegedly acted as if they didn't know what had occurred. The city, HPD, and the officers are the subject of at least two civil suits filed by Govea's family, the driver of the Honda and other occupants injured in the crash. U.S. health officials on Tuesday restated a recommendation to wear masks on public transportation, despite last month's court ruling that struck down the national mask mandate. Citing the spread of coronavirus and future COVID-19 projections, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said Americans aged 2 and older should wear masks while on planes, trains, and buses. Well-fitting face coverings are also recommended in airports and train stations. The Transportation Security Administration had been enforcing mask requirements for passengers and workers for months. The government repeatedly extended the mandate, but a federal judge in Florida struck down the order in April. That same day, the TSA said it would no longer enforce mask rules. The Justice Department has appealed the Florida decision. The Honolulu City Council is considering a measure that would give tax credits to businesses that invest in development along the rail line. 
There are two levels of incentives under the proposed bill. The first level offers a property tax rebate for up to 30 years, while the second limits the rebate to three years. Both levels allow for expedited building permit processing and waive county fees. To qualify for the first level, businesses need to invest a minimum of $100 million in facility improvements and create 100 full-time jobs. The development also needs to increase the draw of property taxes from the surrounding area. Creating at least 50 full-time jobs meets the requirements for the second incentive level. The bill does not mention the film industry, but nearly all testimony submitted in support of the measure has been from production companies or filmmakers. Lawmakers are also looking for interest from the cybersecurity and healthcare industries. For more on these stories and all the latest headlines, subscribe to the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Visit Hawaii's top source for breaking news online at StarAdvertiser.com and download the Star Advertiser mobile app. Mahalo, have a great day.